0: Greetings, citizens. Uh, This is Comedy Film Nerds, episode 255. Stay in your homes. Stay in your homes. It's not safe. We are halfway to 510. (laughs) So stay safe. Um, Are we going to do a 300 episode like special something or other? No. (laughs) No, we are not. You have no time for that.
1: No, there is no plans to do it. We're not going to talk about it? (laughs) No, we're not going to talk about it. And we're going to let it go like it's just a regular episode. (laughs) <laughs> okay i'm sorry i brought it yeah. up uh, yeah, no i i don't like the number 300 it's a sore subject oh
0: really I, I, <laughs> That's, well, okay is there, there's gotta be some phobia <laughs> like,
1: no i actually uh i like the movie 300 it was good um but <laughs> <laughs> i don't know what i'm talking about no you have no idea what you're talking about actually you know what i think um for episode 500 we should do something crazy
0: Okay, well, that's like several years down the road.
1: Yeah, no, I know. We'll be doing it um, uh, from Florida,
0: maybe, yeah. <laughs> Florida. where we retire. <laughs> We're going to retire in two or three years? We are, yeah. Okay.
1: Um, penniless, but we'll retire.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, so some sort of like squatters thing. Yeah, oh, yeah. Okay.
1: No, it'll work out, I trust
0: me. I, um,
1: I have it all planned out. It's in a folder with a, um, a butterfly on it.
0: Ha. <laughs> i love it why perhaps would you bring that up
1: because we're going to be talking about still alice
0: yay (laughs) and spongebob the movie yes
1: spongebob the movie sponge out of water which is animated
0: yet also live action Mm. and uh this episode is just with chris and i because our guest uh had some medical thing and had to cancel last minute
1: yes so allergic to the valley (laughs)
0: she <laughs> just, Yeah, just the 818 came up on her phone. <laughs> like,
1: oh, no, it can't go there.
0: She lost her shit. It's very, very, very plausible.
1: But she will be um, rescheduled. Yes, yes. And we're going to just say
0: she, so you don't know. Who, no. Who is it? So it's a girl. Is it Margaret Thatcher? With medical issues. So,
1: <laughs> so who could it be? Who could it be? <laughs> um, all right. Just say, so not Margaret Thatcher.
0: I thought we had her booked. Yeah. Um, I thought Maggie, Maggie, was, I, thought the, I thought the Iron Lady was going to make a run um, up to the 818. So, all right. Let's get into Still Alice. We should. We should get into Still
1: Alice. Uh, we've got a lot to talk about today. We're going to get into uh, Still Alice now. We're also going to be offering a spoiler episode yes. on Still Alice. And you
0: don't have to wait for it very long. It will be tomorrow. tomorrow.
1: On um, February 11th.
0: February 11th. It'll drop early like i'm gonna yeah. probably let it drop like one or like two you anymore. should
1: stay up for it yeah stay up all night yeah
0: just refreshing your phone
1: yeah your, over and over yeah, again yeah like a creep because uh it won't be like 2 a.m graham's gonna put like a weird number like 204 or something yeah just yeah. to torture you refreshers
0: yeah <laughs> you dirty, just
1: to torture you late night you late, late <laughs> internet night. refreshers
0: sh- <laughs> that sounds really really awful
1: um So still Alice. Now, this is the movie um, where Julia Moore has been nominated for an Academy Award for her performance. I believe she won the Golden Globe. And she won the Golden Globe. Um, And again, another movie with an odd release schedule. It it literally just kind of came out wide. So not many people have seen it, especially when the Golden Globes uh, happened.
0: And let's be clear here. The wide release is not that wide. It's
1: still, yeah, it's still limited.
0: Yeah. Um, when
1: we say wide for this movie, it's like more than one theater in L.A. Yeah, or New York.
0: Right, which is what they did to qualify. Qualifying uh, run, yes. And now it's it's out in a handful. It's pro- it's going to be probably your local, if you have an art house or something like that. Might be yes. hard for you to find, I don't know. No. But,
1: uh definitely really like this mo- um, movie, but her performance is what um, really elevates the film because the rest of the movie surrounding Julia Moore is, like we'll talk about more in the spoiler, but competent to decent but and there's a reason why only she's nominated for this
0: yeah yeah uh, film yeah i mean i agree and obviously the spoiler up we get into real we get into a lot of detail there's just stuff about certain things about alec baldwin's character i wasn't i don't want to get into that because that definitely spoils the movie but there's certain stuff about his character as the husband that i thought was a little inconsistent inconsistent and two-dimensional yeah um but you know but
1: biggest biggest uh surprise was uh uh, Kristen Stewart, you know, actually doing a competent job in this film. She, she does
0: a good job, and her character yeah. has some nice arcs to it that I that I thought were good. And the relationship between her and Kate Bosworth, who's kind of the older sister, who's got it all right. dialed in, and Kristen Stewart, of course, shocker, is going to play the doesn't have it together. <laughs> yeah.
1: uh, and uh, also um, showed more proactive motion. Than in all the Twilight movies combined, <laughs> she actually makes a decision. A decision. She actually changes a little bit. She arcs a little uh, bit, and uh, um, you know she's not just waiting for a monster to save her.
0: Yeah, it's it's the other surrounding characters are decent. There's just parts I wanted a little more, um, but
1: and that's ultimately where the the film doesn't fall flat. I, no, I want to no. be clear, it's, a good it's not. Film. It's a good film, but it's it's not. The film does not raise to the level of Julianne Moore. That's really the main problem with this film.
0: And she, she's amazing in this. I mean, this is one of these, There's, there's stuff in there, you know, to play a woman who is, her character is highly educated, motivated, like works at a university, career, professor, research. All this stuff.
1: And you wonder too if another actress had played that role, would we even be talking about this well, film? I don't know,
0: man. Because she does such a good job too. And and the slow decline. Let's say Kristen
1: Stewart played the lead. <laughs> <laughs> would <laughs> we be. Ta- actually, we would be talking about this film.
0: Yeah, yeah, we would have yeah. very, very, <laughs> very different reasons, maybe. But I, honestly, though, I, like I said in the spoiler, I want to see actually Kristen Stewart. I want to see her like hair pulled back. Got her shit together. A bubbly character that's like sharp. Is it not? This always like, oh, i tell, What does it all mean? I'm the tormented teenager. Now I'm the tormented twenty three year old. Like, yeah, do a Legally Blonde or something. Yeah, I want to <laughs> see her. Like, you know in an action movie or something like i'm the i'm the well, let's not get crazy no 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 <laughs> i want to see her with like a crossbow repelling down something like done this is the thing and then boom boom like i want to see her get some shit done not all like <laughs>
1: oh yeah that that works so well with divergent
0: <laughs> she wasn't in divergent no
1: i'm saying it was the same oh right uh, uh type of like you know this little mousy sure character. yeah it's uh you know but great performance but you don't believe her a badass shayla woodley i think you know anyway. you can't you don't go from fault to your stars to divergent and like well wait not,
0: not <laughs> i don't know if, she's more of a badass and fault in our stars than yeah, she is a divergent yeah, yeah, ah, yeah pretty much funny. it's uh anyway i want to see kristen Stewart try something else she does a good job in this but i want to see her really try something
1: you know who else. doesn't want her to do that her agent
0: right exactly <laughs> it's like you know it's you know you're paying for my house right keep brooding it's like i'd like love- <laughs> It's like I'd love to see Michelle Rodriguez do like a rom com, where she's not the like toughest nail. She's always got a gun and just fucking. Ugh. I'd like to see her just like cute little get out of your get out of your comfort zone. Yeah, get out of your comfort zone. Like I'd love to see her in like a summer dress, you know, without a gun. You know what I mean? Like,
1: well, you know, baby steps. Summer dress with a gun. Summer dress.
0: That's the name of
1: the movie. Summer Dress with a Gun. Summer Dress
0: with a Gun. I can't wait for that film. Um, Hashtag
1: Merchant Ivory.
0: (laughs) Do it. Do it. But But getting back to Still Alice, Julianne Moore does an amazing job. The scenes where she's slowly losing her memory, but still mm-hmm. trying to stay sharp, that's not an easy for an actor to pull on. No. And she I, does a great job.
1: And I will say too, there's a lot of heartbreaking scenes and it will definitely make you uh, tear up.
0: Yeah, you'll cry. If
1: those. you're not dead inside.
0: Yeah, yeah. If you have no soul, then you won't cry. You'll just, you would have already had a wolf vampire baby. Yeah. And then um, you're,
1: um, you're already wearing Michelle Rodriguez's dress and have a gun.
0: <laughs> I can't wait for this film. Um... So, uh, yeah, I would go see Still Alice, especially if you're someone who wants to see all of the Oscar-nominated films. Go see this. And who doesn't? Yeah, and who doesn't? It's worth it. Um, and then watch Fault in Your Stars, because that yes. movie should have been nominated. <laughs> Shailene Woodley's amazing. And the thing about Fault in Your Stars, the supporting cast and the supporting character arcs...
1: They feel a little more believable. They
0: feel a little more believable yeah. than Still Alice. And again, we're we are nitpicking a little bit with Still Alice, because... When when a performance is that good, right, your your expectations of every every other aspect of the movie are very much elevated, right,
1: and that's that's um, that became the rest of the film's problem.
0: Yeah, it did. Um, but no one's horrible in it.
1: No, no one's horrible in it.
0: All right, so still, Alice, go see it. Now, you saw
1: I saw the SpongeBob movie, Sponge Out of Water. Now, this film is part animated and also part live action. Like they they become computer animated 3d and they go into like the 3d world uh but that doesn't happen for a very long time into the film like the trailers make you think oh this is where most of the movie takes place no it doesn't it's pretty much a uh a cartoon for uh the most part and then at the end they um they go attack Antonio Banderas who's opening up like a a restaurant now I did not love this movie, and I will say I'm a fan of Spongebob, and I really liked the first movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought the first movie was a little bit more coherent and kind of captured the craziness of the cartoon a little bit more. This one felt like it had that crazy, the that zany cartoon feel of it, but it felt like... An 11 minute cartoon stretched out to 90 minutes, whereas the first one actually felt more like a film with SpongeBob in it.
0: So there's only there's only been two movies.
1: There's only been two. Yeah,
0: SpongeBob SquarePants movie, which came out in 2004, yes. and now this one, Sponge right. Out of Water.
1: Yeah. So uh, this one I really didn't like. Now my son loved it. Uh, I took him to see it. Um, he really loved it, but and he likes SpongeBob. But I think the kids, if you like SpongeBob, and if you're a fan of SpongeBob, it's and, and I am. I, I liked. I like Tom Kenny. I, I've always mm-hmm. loved what they do with the cartoon. Um, but this movie just fell flat to me. Like a, it felt like recycled jokes, recycled premises, and now it's like all this eye candy we're going to throw at you just to kind of make it a little more interesting. Like there's like a um, an, om, <laughs> an omniscient dolphin comes into it, pretty, right. and that stuff like that's pretty funny uh, and interesting. But it never really coalesces into this like. Uh, cool film like the first one did right. like it, it's weird in a way they depended too much on the technology which is like all this stuff was thrown out and you're like all right we got to kind of build up to this great 3d sequence that we have that's half live action half animated then now we'll make the all characters superheroes and we'll give them superpowers and it was all these kind of random things that kind of got thrown together which is great for an 11 minute cartoon like you could literally do whatever you want right. and the, you don't need logic or plot or anything it doesn't matter right. But when you're sitting there for 90 minutes, you got to give me something Uh, to grab onto. Something to grab onto. You can't have a 90-minute, 11-minute cartoon. And that's what I thought the first one did a lot better. Do you think this
0: was a script issue or a directing issue or
1: it was definitely um more of a script it was the way it was written um it was just really like i you know it was like checking my watch i'm like oh what's you know nothing's happening what's what's going on
0: and you because know, it's interesting it was directed by paul Tibbet, who was the writer on the first paul Tibbet was a big writer on the series and yes. wrote the first movie but this is the first one i believe that he's directed
1: right i think the creator directed the first one right um steven hillenberg yeah yeah so i i don't know this is you know a lot of a lot of kids were loving it so i might just be curmudgeonly on this uh, movie but i you know i can't i can't say oh, i hate SpongeBob. but these are all dumb because i like the first one I right. thought the and you know speaking of alec baldwin he was in the first one as like a hitman fish and it was <laughs> really funny um but this one it just it kind of lacked that that just kind of that charm and fun of the actual like all right it's it's a movie we let's let's kick it up a notch, but not just in graphics, you know, yeah, just, yeah. you know, in terms of, like, you know, story and scope and everything, just make it bigger, and it just felt like they just kind of made it bigger with visuals rather than story.
0: You like the visuals, though.
1: Uh, yeah, I mean, it looked, it looked great, I mean, but again, there's not that much of it. Like, you th- from the trailers, you think the entire thing is, like, 3D or right. whatever. It's not. It's literally just the end. Ah. So, it's mostly the 2D animation that you see on the cartoon for... 75 percent of the film
0: oh boy uh
1: with the exception of antonio banderas like telling the story to seagulls like his little (laughs) wraparounds in his uh pirate ship now antonio banderas uh i always enjoy watching him and you could tell he was having fun with this role um it just it just fell flat to me a little bit like it's not to say it's horrible it just i liked the first one uh better it's okay if you're a fan you might like it you may not but i it didn't I didn't so enjoy so it's not as much such a one. huge
0: departure that it's like no, what the hell no. are they do they're
1: still definitely there like you know there's something to that you'll enjoy if you're a fan of SpongeBob and kind of the world that was created you'll still enjoy it but it wasn't, wasn't as good as the first one
0: okay all right well let's talk to uh, our good friends at Pro Flowers yes
1: you know the flowers we were talking about in earlier episodes still still in full bloom right now
0: yeah mine I was just looking at that mine yeah. today because I was like wow. And I've I did, never
1: had flowers last this long before ever. in our home.
0: And I did everything they told me to do. When you first get them, I, they say cut an inch off yes. the bottom and then put them in water. The with flowers. The flowers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not my own food. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then, and then put, uh, the, put them in water with the, uh, they give you two packets of plant food. So yes. use one of them. And then three days. And then you eat the other one. And then you no, Chris, you're not. No, I'm not following the directions. You're not following anything. You don't understand how anything (laughs) works. Um, So the pro flowers directions, Christopher, are uh, so. Then after then then three days later, cut another inch off the stems. Fresh water. The second packet of um, plant food. Plant food, and it refreshes them. It does, and it's like. Now, my as I said, mine sat on my front porch for five days I know, while I was amazing. in Tahoe, and yeah. they are still they're still in bloom. I haven't had fresh flowers in my when well, well, we in a got long time. them,
1: they were uh, they were buds, and it literally right. took like uh, two days and they opened up, and so you know they're fresh. It's not like like a lot of other companies, they uh, you know basically they subcontract to a local florist yeah, and they yeah. come out, but these are so fresh they get shipped you know right from Pro, pro Flowers and they get sent right to you. So you definitely want to. Um, Use this for Valentine's Day, yes. and so, Valentine's Day only a couple of days away,
0: and they're doing a, They're doing a great special. So if you buy two dozen assorted roses, and, and you get chocolates and a free vase, all for twenty nine dollars. Kind of uh, decadent chocolate. Nice. <laughs> Read that ad copy. <laughs> decadent chocolate. And a free glass uh, vase. Hashtag wicked chocolate. Uh, wicked, your chocolate <laughs> is wicked. Um, all for $29.99 for Plo Flowers. So, uh, and then you can upgrade to two dozen long stem assorted roses and chocolates and upgrade to cher- uh, an upgraded cherry vase for just eight uh, nine ninety nine more. So if you go to proflowers.com and use code C.
1: F N. That's proflower dot Proflowers.com. Use the code C-F-N. Yeah. And it's easy. It's convenient. It's a great price. You know what? You get a lot. You get a lot of flowers. We got like, it was like that giant yeah. vase of flowers that they sent us. It was really, it's really you nice. You get the
0: chocolates. You get all yeah. of it. You know, if I had actually had a serious girlfriend, I would use this for, for Valentine's of course Day. you would. But you
1: said yourself, though. You know, it wouldn't be that weird if someone sent you flowers. Yeah. Yeah. It's
0: not hard if you got my address, guys. You, you wouldn't s- get angry. No, I'd love it. You want to send me flowers and chocolates? Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm easy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you don't got to get me drunk. I'm a sure yeah. thing.
1: <laughs> <laughs> flowers and chocolates. That's it. <laughs> cheap date. I nice. a real cheap date. Yeah. I'm very cheap. <laughs> so remember, click on the microphone and put the code CFN and order today this deal does expire wednesday at midnight wednesday uh uh, february 11th yes and right now we're in the 10th so that gives you two days don't ruin it the lady in your life wants flowers
0: so let's uh let's do a little earbuds update yeah let's do it just remember proflowers.com coupon code cfn yes um so here's where we're at with earbuds uh tina imahara the editor and her team have been sending us uh assembled scenes yes so they look great they they do look great um so i've been really looks like australia that's for sure yeah (laughs) it is definitely australia like we got the scene with russell um russell porter in the outback and i'm just going through and making notes like okay use this part this sound bite cut this cut that and we're just getting more and more detailed uh as to what the movie is and you know we we have a three act outline obviously of what each scene okay this this is going to be the Australian the uh, theme and this is going to be Japan and this is going to be fans and all this other stuff so we're just getting more specific and detailed with that um uh, but everything's on track and looking good the movie will be done by the summer
1: yeah, we're really um, looking forward to seeing it all kind of put together. For uh, those of you that uh, don't know uh, the ins and outs of how the sausage just made an editing, what we do first is we're putting together what's called an assembly edit, which is pretty much everything strung out so we could see everything at once. Then we'll figure out the structure of the edit, and then it'll go to a rough cut. Then it will go to a final cut. Then it will go to sound design, sound mixing, and uh, the composer. Mm-hmm. And then it'll go to finishing, And all this will take about eight more years. So
0: (laughs) Shut (laughs) your mouth.
1: No, so we're hoping to actually have this done uh, in the summer like we had planned. And we're, you know, we're on track to do that. Everyone's uh, working really hard on it. It looks great. And we're... uh, we're very happy with the way it's uh, it's coming out. But you, we haven't given you guys an update in a while. We wanted to let you know it's yeah. everything's moving forward. Mm-hmm. Nothing's kind of stopped or stalled. Nope. It's just it's, it's a very slow long process, but it is moving.
0: It is moving and to see the assembled version is is very cool. You know, and as as you guys know and we've talked about this in the past, but it bears repeating is you know, the script is being written now you know like that's the difference between a documentary and a scripted film Is you get into the editing room with you're a finding film. the story
1: in the edit yeah
0: a regular film you already have it so we're finding the story in the edit so we're getting these assembled versions and seeing like oh this this person says this thing which is great but that we could also use what they say in this other scene and all this other stuff so it's it's it is a long tedious process but it is moving forward and the footage looks great
1: it does it looks
0: fantastic so that is your earbuds update earbuds date um all right
1: we also there's an earbuds site too we set up a website for earbuds but we we haven't really updated in a little bit we will we will be updating it as we uh, get closer Although we also have plans to start rolling out little teasers and trailers too for everyone, so um, there are probably the next couple months or so. We'll yeah, be starting you know, to we're going to release
0: the trailer, the one we showed at uh, Podfest. We're going to put that online probably Marchish, March April, right? And then when that starts, after we release the trailer, then we're going to start releasing little teasers of, of new footage, new and footage, and like this that. interview, blah blah blah, and you know, maybe out outtakes and stuff like that. I
1: mean, there's so. just some great stuff too, like. Uh, you know, one one of the questions we've gotten was: it all just going to be comedy?" And the answer is no. Mm-hmm. We've actually have some great uh, footage of the Freakonomics yeah. guys. Uh, they did an amazing interview with us while they were in LA, mm-hmm. and also uh, stuff you should know from mm-hmm. Atlanta. They um, we we got them on camera too. So there's uh, a lot of non la comedy mm, <laughs> podcasts mm-hmm. in there uh as well and some really different and interesting perspectives and also a lot of the fans too when we hear them talk about the different podcasts it's not always mark marin mm-hmm. to talk about the npr ones and it's you know we try to cover as much ground as we can uh but you know disclaimer it won't have everything in it, it won't have everything in it. <laughs> it won't but
0: yeah, it is it's it is it is really cool to kind of see this process after having shot it, obviously, and then watching all the footage in the summer and the fall and then writing out the three acts. Um, to now see, you know, Tina and her people put these assembly – to actually see the scenes next to each other is really cool. <laughs> it's,
1: I like if, it's like assembling a puzzle.
0: Yeah, it is. And you're, it's really starting to, to take shape, which is which is a cool thing, so – Stay tuned, guys. There'll be more updates and more footage and stuff we're going to release online. All right.
1: know <clears throat> DVDs and Blu-rays.
0: DVDs and, and Blu-rays. Uh,
1: Nightcrawler is now out. Hmm. Um, you know, I, I, Graham and I kind of had the same reaction on this film. Uh, great performance. Jake Gyllenhaal. Um, kind of a subpar movie, definitely some script problems, especially the ending. Right. I, I, the one, su- one of the surprises for the Academy Awards was that the script was nominated for an Academy Award. And somebody actually emailed and said um, the original script was actually really, really good. Mm-hmm. And, but, you know, we can't judge a movie on the original script. Mm-mm. It's, it's got to be what ends up on the screen. So whatever got changed or tweaked about, it it definitely, uh, the script fell a little flat.
0: Yeah, Jake Gyllenhaal does, it's another one of these Oscar movies where, see it just for his performance. Yeah,
1: so he does an amazing
0: And Rene Russo's good. Yeah. Um, so, you know, th- there's good supporting characters in it. It's a really, he's he is amazing in it. It's really a departure from what he normally plays, uh, which was really, you know, kind of the you know, boy next door, the aw shucks guy. And and this is, he's just a fucking psychopath. Uh, And he does a great job at it. And he's he's,
1: also very polite.
0: Yeah, he's a polite lunatic.
1: And that's what I loved about this character is he really got into the part and you really believe like, like when a lot of times when you have psychopaths or sociopaths, when they're being polite, you know, it's to get something. It's like, it's a manipulation. When he was being polite and talking about the way a workplace works you literally believe him like no this is he's being sincere yeah yeah real yeah he He believes his his lunacy yeah he does it's like his uh he believes that this is how business operates Mm -hmm. and uh and how you should conduct yourself in the office of your car (laughs) (laughs)
0: like a true yeah lunatic
1: and i and that's i actually i really enjoyed those parts of the uh performances from
0: No, all of the scenes with him are just like god they're they're really good um uh, the next movie uh, out on DVD God Rosewater now this is Jon Stewart's movie about the Iranian Canadian journalist uh, Mazir Bahari who's detained by the Iranian forces and they no nominations for this film either I'm so I I have you know it's one of those films that slipped through the cracks for me so I really I really need to see it um, and the lead is uh, I'm not going to pronounce this correctly Gail Garcia Bernal hashtag GGB Ash- <laughs> Hashtag GGB um, from Motorcycle Diaries and uh, you know, uh, Etu et Mama Tambien, Tambian Tambian, mm-hmm. I believe. Um, so, I really like that actor, and I really want to see, you know, seeing some interviews and stuff with with John Stewart. I want to want to see how he does as a director. And love to hear what you guys, if anyone of you guys have seen it, love to hear what you think about it. And I'm definitely glad this is out on DVD, because I'm going to go, I'm going to check this out. So, Rosewater.
1: Yeah, looking forward to seeing it. I I didn't catch it either. Um, Force Major. I wanted to put this movie on your uh, radar, because uh, this is a movie I haven't seen yet, but Dave Anthony told me about Mm -hmm. it. And everyone who's seen it has told me it's just great. It's, uh, I believe, a Swedish film. And it's about a family who vacations uh, near the uh, French Alps, and there's a landslide, and uh, the father apparently just bolts and uh, just doesn't uh, worry about saving the family. He does, uh, you know, an Alec Baldwin and It's Still <laughs> <Atlas>. <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> um, but here, here's the thing, and then the whole movie, but that's just at the beginning. The whole movie is about how the family copes with... Uh, him bolting on the uh on the avalanche so uh, i heard it's really good and i definitely want to check it out on dvd
0: all right yeah i've heard good things about it as well uh, it's a bunch of mainly actors that i'm not that familiar with um, so it looks interesting uh and then there's something <clears throat> a movie i want to talk about i know we've mentioned on the show in the past but kill bill volume one was on TV. Just volume one. They didn't show them both. They showed them both. And I'm going to watch the second one on my own Mm -hmm. again. I've seen these movies a bunch. Kill Bill volume one is great. I love this movie so much and seeing it again, you know, I was getting chills from certain scenes and like, especially the, the scene with Lucy Liu, you know, and getting the Hattori Hanzo, seeing Sonny Chiba there's so much great stuff in this film because it is pretty, you know, it's classic Quentin Tarantino. It's very, it's got these serious and these hard edges and this heart to it, but then it has this kind of-
1: uh, Gratuitously bloody. Yeah, gratuitously <laughs>
0: bloody. But like the the, the blood that- the, I was
1: mixing gratuitous and glorious. Yeah. gratuitously. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't know what you're saying. Um, but one of the things though, you know, he was, we was sort of almost kind of doing a parody of those Japanese samurai movies that were really bloody. Um, And
1: And he puts like animation in part of it. And it 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 was, it's an insane movie. It's an
0: insane movie, but it it all makes great sense. And like, um, you know, Lucy Liu is great in it and all the supporting actors. And like, there's these scenes with where, where Lucy Liu is, is taking over the Yakuza council or whatever. There's really, there's this really awesome Japanese actors that they get, you know, this guy, the guy that's angry that she's taken over and then Sonny Chiba has a great scene and the guy that plays his like employee at the, at the sushi place when, when, um, when Beatrix kiddo comes in there, uh, when Uma Thurman comes in there and then they have this wonderful banter where Sonny Chiba's yelling at him. He's like, I don't want to yell. You're an awful employee. And they're yelling at each other in Japanese and she's pretending not to understand. And then when he makes the sword and he's describing the sword and they just cut to a close-up of, of the ball guy who's kneeling in respect and he's like his assistant in making swords. And you see their actual relationship is he's this assistant to one of the greatest swords makers ever and he has this reverence to him and he's got tears in his eyes as he described that scene where he's like, uh, should you encounter God on your journey? This sword would cut him. And I say that without an ounce of ego. You know, and it's just, it's amazing the way he, I'm paraphrasing that. Yeah, scene. I don't
1: remember that line at all. He goes. <laughs> I remember him saying that this is the greatest sword I've ever made. He goes, I say that without ego.
0: I say that without ego. And then he goes, should you? And-? I don't remember the killing God part. He doesn't say kill God. He says, Should you encounter God on your journey, this sword would cut him. It's that good of a sword. And he, well, he talks about the whole revenge is like a forest where you get in and you, you don't know where you're going. You can get lost. And there's so many great lines in there, and there's so much great dialogue, you know, where. Um, Uma Thurman is is fighting uh, Gogo Yabari, that crazy teenage Japanese teenager girl in the schoolgirl outfit that has the uh, the ball with knives on it on a chain, and they have mm-hmm. that crazy fight scene. It's so great, and then the scene where it's finally her and Lucy Liu together fighting is just it's such poetry with the the fountain. That's going while the snow is gently falling, and I know he's taking scenes from all these other samurai films, but it's just—it's just awesome. She's wearing the uh, the Bruce Lee outfit, the yellow outfit with the black stripes. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. There's so much about this film that I just wanted to, to talk about it again because I remember the thing about I love about a movie like this and then you see it again it's one of those you always have to watch it when you're flipping through the channels or you just go back and watch it again on mm-hmm. on netflix or whatever it brought me back to the moment that movie first came out yeah
1: oh i remember even before it came out there was buzz like um like oh like the studio was upset because it was like it's too long we can't release it it was never meant to be too right was there and uh and apparently Harvey Weinstein, I mean, this is the, um, the legend as it goes. He's right. like, after he saw The uh, the Dailies, mm-hmm. he just went, just make your movie, Quinn. And like literally just do, do what you want to do, do what you need right. to do. And, uh, and then they decided because it was so long, they broke it up into two films.
0: And, the, and I'm so glad they did that because the first movie is a samurai film and the second movie is a western pretty much like
1: a revenge it's a revenge uh, movie. western yeah. it's like uh-huh. a spaghetti western
0: right and so they're two totally different things but it's so um it's so cool and Uma Thurman plays this badass so well and there's really cool fight choreography there's really cool cinematography in it um it's such a and and the stylized depiction of Japan She's on a plane. I'll never forget when I first saw this. She's on a plane and her samurai sword's next to her. And this is 2003. So I'm like, you know, no one's going to allow you to have a sword on a plane after (laughs) 9-11. Like, come on. And then they pull back and every seat has a samurai, has a katana holster. Like, that's how you travel in Japan. Everyone's got a samurai sword. I just, I absolutely love that. And, you know, where Lucy Liu is like, She's like, it's a it's a Hattori Hanzo steel. And yeah, like,
1: oh. Katana Airlines. Yeah, <laughs> it's
0: just like, you know, Lucy Liu's like, you have a Hattori Hanzo steel? Like mm-hmm. everyone, and that's 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 a Sonny Chiba character from his TV show that, you know, it's so, there's so much cool stuff in it. It's so, there's all these cool references. There's uh, And then there's these sound drops from the Bionic Woman from Iron oh. soul. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that that we're, we're so awesome. And so uh, I cannot, you know, if you have never seen this movie, stop what you're doing and go watch it right now. And It'll if,
1: take you three to four hours. Watch both watch of both them of back to the
0: back. And if you haven't watched these in a while.
1: And, you know, David Carradine's legacy from all <sighs> of, uh, you know, the martial arts films and TV shows that he's been in. I it mean, was Kung Fu.
0: Kung Fu was yeah. great. And it's such great casting. To put him in there. Well, you kind of
1: had to. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. It's just and the way they do it in some scenes are in black and white and 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 all that stuff. So um Kill Bill volumes one and two, guys. Check them out. Rewatch them if you haven't in a while. Okay.
1: And premiering this week, uh-huh. Valentine's Day weekend. Uh-oh, fifty shades of gray. Look out. After you get your pro, pro flowers delivered, yep. that's where you're going.
0: I want to see this film. <laughs> Am I an idiot? <laughs> I want to see this. Mm,
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh this is here's the thing too about this movie. It's it's reviewer proof. It doesn't matter what anybody's going to say. People that want to see it, they're going to go see it. In fact, there's a uh review embargo. So you haven't seen any reviews yet because that only happens with good films, right? Oh. <laughs> um it's really fascinating to see uh if you have any extra time to kind of read like the the little history of like how the movie got made and, you know, who mm. dropped out and who went in and, and like, uh, uh, you know, this is, these are books that started as Twilight fan fiction mm. and they just literally, now they've gone all over the world. There's a trilogy of books and, but ultimately it's a very familiar story and there's been all these different like critiques and analysis of it, and it all, it's it's still the basic, cinderella story right is you know you get um uh taken away from your ordinary life by a rich prince this just one happens to have a uh, a naughty
0: playroom yeah he's like he's in yeah. the s&m yeah, <laughs> it's <just> yeah. Like, <laughs> so so
1: you wonder too it's like the, the formula it, it it's a very tried to true formula i don't think there's anything going to be extra shocking i don't think there's going to be anything really innovative it just it is what it is and one of the, th- the things I was thinking about too if you mess with this formula even just a little bit would it be as successful like what if he was like a school teacher you know and he was driving you know you, you know his Honda Civic like well, I have a playroom but it's small you know <laughs> and I can't, I don't have a helicopter would you still be into this you say, uh, Yeah.
0: No. yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, no she wouldn't uh-uh. but he, the private jet <laughs> opens up a lot of options sure I it think. does
1: yeah I think so you know you're gonna whisk away
0: and uh I would love to see, you know what I would love to see? The female version of this. Some like crazy, hot, highly successful girl and the like, dopey average guy. And she's like, I'm really into this. And he's like, all right, yeah.
1: I don't do romance.
0: Yeah. Okay. Neither do (laughs) I. Sounds good. Yeah. Yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, but I, I don't think, uh, yeah, on, on either side, I will say, like I said, it, it is what it is. Don't go looking for it to be some amazing film. Don't go looking for it to be extra horrible. Don't go looking for it to be extra controversial. It just is what it is. But And what it is is very mundane and not as uh, crazy as the media is making it out to be. Uh, it, it definitely, when I was reading some of these articles, it um, uh, there's a couple new terms that have been coined because of this. And they're like like weird terms like mom porn like that like <laughs> what? Uh, like what Why what does the, that mean That's a term that I never wanted to hear ever. Uh, it's like because all the housewives and stuff that are into this, it's like oh. it's the safe kind of um, type of porn that they're that they're all. Um, basically consuming but so i really think this is um a kind of a curiosity to really see like how this movie actually plays out but ultimately it is what it is don't expect it to be um anything more than basically you could look at it as like an adam sandler movie it it is what it is it doesn't matter what reviewers or anybody says you want to go see it uh, you're going to go see it
0: yeah all right
1: but I can't wait to read some of the reviews that are going to come out of this movie in fact Laura House said she's going to go see it for a date night review I can't wait we're going to have a great review of the film Um, Kingsman The Secret Service now the more I see about this movie the more I'm kind of excited to to see it me too although I'm thinking because I'm going to Lake Tahoe I've got to see something shitty to uh, Even out, I think for you it's, seeing, we uh, talked about like Matthew
0: Vaughn directed yeah. it. I think
1: I may not be able to see this movie, I may have to go see Fifty Shades of Grey. To right. uh, yeah.
0: yeah, that'd be awesome if you couldn't see this and had to see Fifty Shades yeah. of Grey. I'm, you know,
1: it's only if Mordecai's not playing, I have to <laughs> punish myself as, yeah. <laughs> as much as possible because you saw uh, um, Almanac Project Almanac,
0: yeah. Um, I, I don't know. The more, the more I see about Matthew this... Matthew Vaughn
1: is a great director. I love his films.
0: I love his films, too. I feel like this is like a studio misstep, maybe. Or is it brilliant? Like,
1: It's definitely counter-programming, but mm-hmm. also you look at like, well, this is a weird time to release it if it's that good. Like, you know, you have a February dumping ground also on Valentine's Day, because it's not a Valentine's movie. Not at all. Uh, and also, you know, a good counter-programming, too, with like these date movies is like you either have you have a family movie or you have some well you know maybe it is counter-programming for these i don't know if you want to go to the movies and you're not forced to see (laughs) 50 shades of Mm gray and you're not taking your children to the film to a film to see spongebob maybe this we'll see how it works out i'm actually curious to see how this release strategy plays out for this film i'm wondering if this is the kind of movie that's going to um not necessarily get a lot of buzz in theatrical and then get buzz like video on demand and dvd like when everyone actually starts seeing it
0: i bet i'm wondering i if it is the good movie that we think it could be because of matthew vaughn i i i get a feeling that it, it might kind of you know surprise people maybe it'll have a little bigger weekend than people thought or maybe it'll sort of gradually like you say like down the road or vod or something like that it'll be like whoa it'll gain
1: its audience yeah
0: it'll gain its audience over time because it'll be a big word of mouth
1: so let's hope it's good
0: yeah i'm excited to see it
1: uh and also it's a basically a um like a teenager version of like uh the secret service like MI6, is that yeah. kind of the premise?
0: I guess, yeah. A spy organization recruits an unrefined but promising street kid into the agency's ultra-competitive training program.
1: Oh, so it's an R-rated spy kids.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's R-kids.
1: Our R-kids. Our Great. Um, so... Uh, now, this next film, What We Do in the Shadows, is one of those movies that uh, will is definitely very limited release. And, in fact it may go straight to VOD, but it's the kind of movie that's got a buzz on it. And I saw the trailer and I was really intrigued by it. Basically a documentary crew follows around uh, a bunch of vampires who were roommates. And now it could definitely be one of those premises that is like, Oh God, you know, we've, we've seen the comedy vampires. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. But it looks so inventive and so fun. Uh, and it's also, I think one of the flight, of the, flight of the conquered guys is, uh, is also in it and it just looks really funny. So I want to put that film also on your radar guys. Um it's What We Do in the Shadows and definitely uh Jemaine yeah, Jem- Clement.
0: Yeah, Jemaine Clement.
1: And and if you um if you just check out the trailer, if you check out the trailer, you're going to want to see this movie. It's one of those movies too that uh it looks like it can transcend kind of like it's it it's overused premise of vampires and it kind of plays mm-hmm. On that a little bit And it looks really, really funny And it's actually gotten some great reviews And it's done very well in festivals So I'm uh, very excited to see it So if yeah. you can check it out on VOD That's G- might maybe where Jemaine it
0: is Jermaine Clement and Taiki uh, Waititi Are the two They both They co-wrote it and co-direct it And they're both in it So uh, it's, it's very uh, I'm very curious to see um, What this looks like Because I, I am intrigued by it, so
1: and next our uh, site spotlight fan feedback uh, now we've got we actually added some stuff to the YouTube uh, channel uh, finally added hit clown for free you can watch my film hit clown it's a black and white movie about a clown and a hitman who accidentally switch bags and find they like the other's job better that stars jennifer elise cox and jay johnston i added my film we're going to be adding graham's film very shortly as well Uh, hello junkie but the other thing i added we added one of christopher allen broadstone's films um human no more that's also a very um disturbing uh story about a policeman a police detective who's seen a little bit too much and he's basically doing a monologue towards the camera about what he's seen Ah. and how it's kind of sent him over the edge it's a really great psychological uh short horror it's film it's good
0: because we've had christopher Allen, we just had yeah we had christopher Alan broadstone on you know uh, i believe in our, around october so we've talked about him on the show in the past it's a great way to see his work and to see hit clown on the youtube channel for yes. free
1: and we've also added matthew ellers lunch which is a great oh really that funny movie's hilarious film. yeah check that one out too
0: um So and also, guys, the uh, you know the Hit Clown shirts and the Hello Junkie shirts, we put them on sale. On sale. Some of you guys have been buying them, so there's still some left. Um, I think we still have all sizes remaining just right now. So when they yeah, but
1: they are starting to go. They
0: are starting to go. So when they sell out, they sell out. Like if if one if the size you want is out, we're not making any more.
1: No, limited edition.
0: So get those while you can, you guys. And then uh, the message boards are working.
1: They should be by now. They were working, and then there was a little glitch, but Brian's working on it right now. So by the time you're listening to this in your ear holes right now, it should be working Okay,
0: Because we got a great, since they started working, people have been able to register again because that was the problem. People couldn't register. Couldn't
1: get any new blood on the message boards.
0: So we got some. So we got a great um, recommendation from uh, David Osborne, um, Time is Illmatic, uh, and it's a basically a documentary about a hip-hop star named N-N-as, Nas, Nas, N-A-S. Um, and so he writes a really cool a- explanation of what it is. Um, so we, we thank you, David Osborne. I believe you might be new to the message boards.
1: Um, but thanks for the recommendation. Thanks for
0: the recommendation. Um, and if
1: we see the movie, we'll learn how to pronounce his name. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, maybe. I'm going to go with Naz. What are you going to go? Naz? Naz. 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 Naz
0: Naz. Um so yeah, we really this is a really cool recommendation. We love getting recommendations. What if
1: the and- S is silent? What if it's Nah?
0: Nah. Nah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nah nah. I'm still going to mispronounce. What if
1: it. the A is silent?
0: <laughs> 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 what if all three letters are yeah, silent? Chris? that would be cool. Yeah. just
1: a, then it would be Prince.
0: Yeah, maybe and then a you symbol just- Stare yeah. quietly. And that's how you pronounce the name. Um so thank you, David Osborne, for recommending Time is ilmatic um, about Hip Hop Star. So we're really yeah. excited um <laughs> to see that movie. I love getting you guys this recommended. Uh do you recommended on I think we brought it up um about there is a documentary with regard to American Sniper, and I talked about my uncle who was a Marine in Korea. Uh, about the Chosin valley which was that epic battle i'm not i still don't know if that's where my uncle fought but you did recommend that documentary and i will watch it um when i get a chance so i appreciate that so these are these are and then the other thing you guys um we love recommendations about movies you've taught us about a lot we love hearing your feedback on things um and go see kill bill if you haven't bill. seen it yet and i love to though i Was at the improv, so I'm headlining the improv this weekend, February fourteenth, the Saturday night, and on there they had Yakov Smirnoff and my photo because we're playing like back to back nights or maybe we're on the same night or something. And I and I put that I posted that photo on my Instagram and Twitter and all that Facebook saying, I never thought I'd share a bill with this one. And uh, Daniel, our, our uh, social media intern, then put it on the comedy film nerd Facebook page. And you guys (laughs) write the best jackass jokes (laughs) I've ever, you know, Sean Sackovey writes in Soviet Russia, Marque shares you (laughs) like (laughs) Ravioli goes in Russia, Graham Elwood's you like, (laughs) Scott Phillips, What a Country. Um, it's just, it's, I, you know, it made us laugh. That's Joshua sure. ills in Soviet Russia, Bane whistles you. Yeah. Like everyone just made Yakov Smirnov jokes. Um, and, and someone actually wrote, Todd Mixon asked, Isn't Yakov a professor at Yale now? Is this true? I want to know this. <laughs> um, so well, maybe he's on sabbatical. Maybe oh God. In Russia, sabbatical takes you. Like just those <laughs> jokes forever are wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. So um David Schmidt writes, Lucky Gargoyle, because I'm standing next to one shirtless. <laughs> These are amazing comments. Um so thank you guys for all that stuff. Uh and uh that is uh that is our episode covered a lot of ground today we did cover a lot of ground
1: today so don't forget valentine's day is almost here so go to proflowers.com use the code cfn and you're going to get an amazing deal just 9.99 more you get upgraded cherry vase
0: yeah for 30 or 40 bucks you get vases and chocolates and flowers and the whole dance so coupon they're great yeah We've had them both.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, they've sent both to us. And then we, can, we can attest to the, car- yeah. the, uh, the quality.
0: Yeah, I've eaten the strawberries and the flowers. Yeah, they're
1: delicious. They're
0: delicious <laughs> flowers. I need my fiber. Yeah, and uh, you,
1: you sprinkled the plant food on yeah, your pasta. Of course, uh, pasta. Yes, over the
0: pasta. Yeah, it's like a Parmesan. Yeah. It's real nice. Um, so check that out, you guys, of course. And it uh, gives you plant powers, it does. too, which is I, great. I know.
1: I already have hippie- Now you can photosynthesize.
0: <laughs> I've been wanting to do that for years. It's so exciting to photosynthesize. <laughs> um, so yeah, guys, uh, Wednesday night, I'm doing um, Comics on Safari with Murray Valeriano, uh, Tim Lee, and a couple others at the Brea Improv. Uh, that is Wednesday, February 11th, and as I said, headlining the Hollywood Improv, Valentine's Day, Saturday, February 14th, 8 p.m., and headlining Las Vegas, September Excuse me. September, uh, February seventeenth oh. through the twenty second, and nice. you are in you are in. I'm in Lake this
1: Tahoe week. this week. Yes, uh, going from the eleventh to the fifteenth,
0: and you're working with Will Durst.
1: Will Durst. Yeah, it's going to be really a, a great week. And uh, the the other thing we won't be working with is snow. No, too- I,
0: actually, they just got dumped on. Oh, they did? Oh, no, there's oh, a wow. lot of snow that just came in. Oh, so.
1: finally. They've been waiting for that been for wa- like a long time.
0: Yeah, my week had no snow, but uh, Howie just told me they got dumped on. So anybody in, you know, in Northern Cal, Sacramento, Bay Area, come up, do some skiing, and see Chris and Will Durst. It's a good show. It'll be great. All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Episode 255, Put It in the Books. My name is Graham Elwood.
1: And I'm Chris Mancini. As always, remember, Han shot first.